Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. On behalf of myself, Professional Sutton, Chris G., The Rocket Report, and SP, we appreciate you for tuning in. Don't Shoot the Messenger is an unfiltered, unedited, opinionated sports podcast. Our goal is to enlighten and to spread knowledge about the things that are current in sports. Now, we're not going to sit up here and say that we are a news because we're not. Our views isn't to sway you politically, but definitely in the sports realm, we definitely want you to be on our side. We have fun and we love what we do. Since this is your first time, or maybe it might be your eighth time or even 20th time, we want you to experience the listening pleasure as if it was your very first time. So if you like what you hear, please like and subscribe all over podcast platforms. Also, if you have Facebook, you can go to your Facebook and type in Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast, where you can like and also follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, Real DSTM, and also on Twitter, Real DSTM1. And we are bringing this unedited, unadulterated, and fun podcast everywhere podcasts are sold or told or however you want it. But again, thank you so much for subscribing and listening to the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. A Like a, a, a spring-type league. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, they're not going to try to challenge the NFL. Mm-hmm. That'd be smarter than for the mm-hmm. time being. Yes, I agree. And, Definitely uh, agree. you know, we just... See how it uh see how it unfolds, man. See how it unfolds yeah. uh, going forward. Mm. It seems kind of the timing seems really ironic, being that you know the XFL and everything they're trying to put their platform thing back together uh, next and year. I believe. Next year, I think yeah. Next yeah. year. But you know, for them to kind of get a jump on that, it's kind of like different. But it's interesting, man. Anybody that's trying to build their own, let's do it. I mean, you know what? I think that um so I was reading something on Facebook and they were like, it'd be dope if you had the XFL, the mm-hmm. chambers of the are the, are the XFL mm-hmm. and the chambers of the AAF, they play each other. And whoever wins, they gotta play like the lowest seed in the NFL. Like this, you know, basically like the worst team in the NFL. Hmm. And then you know, whoever wins not gonna happen. I know, I'm just saying, but you know, it sounds good. Goodell ain't going for that. Nah, you know Never. what I mean? But I think that Never it is lost. a good springboard for a lot of guys who were having difficulties in the NFL mm-hmm. to really, you know, give them a jump start and, you know, kind of motivate them. What up, Aaron? You know, hey, hey, Ron, what up? You know, to actually, you know, possibly get their foot back in the door. Because I think that unlike basketball and baseball, once the season is over, there's mm-hmm. not many leagues that you can really, you know, be mm-hmm. put on to really get that professional push and that yeah. professional look. So I think that this is a good thing. Again, stay in your lane, know who you're, you know, trying to market and know your position and what you want to do. I'm interested to find out because I, I really didn't research a lot about it, but I'm really interested to find out if they are trying to have any type of connection to the NFL mm. because this could be used as like a farm system, I, right. I guess you want to call it. If it, you know, for people like you said, trying to get back, or even players that are not drafted, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But we'll see. I think that the that the most important thing is again, like what they're trying to do is they're trying to what it sounds like, and from what I'm reading, again, I'm not like 100 percent sure. They're kind of trying to be like the G League, like you know, like that said of the NFL, 
you know, kind of be like a feeder system. You know what I'm saying? What Aaron say, man? What he say? He's going to be a running back. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please do. And I want you to wear Zeke number two. Yes. I will drop you off at practice. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this. I ain't 23, 22. My dreams is over. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm getting hit. <laughs> Me? <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't like try to like give it one shot. A-A-F. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. You mean nope. what the F, right? <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I mean, you, you know. You you get out there too. I mean, you know, you know, it got some good potential. So the game that you guys saw, um, how did you guys like it? Did you, did you guys thoroughly enjoy it or is it still kind of, you know, Getting, I, taking some getting used to. Yeah, I got gotta get used to it. Gotta get used to it. There were some exciting moments, but okay. at the same time, I was just like, "Do you do you see it uh, getting past the three year mark?" I think it like what Chris mentioned before. I think if they are true to their plan and they stay small mm-hmm. and build slowly, yeah, I, th- I think they could. Mm-hmm. Because this is the thing: it, it's too many football players. Just going through college alone. Right, right. Not even talking about the semi-pro leagues that are all active right now, but it's too many of them not to have a feeder system right. for them to have talent. So they should be fine. I think if don't bite off too much, mm. you know, pause. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I definitely agree because what we saw is when a lot of these, you know, organizations back in the day, Your once they got too successful, you know, we started to see them kind of dwindle because, you know, they would – you know, have some success, and then they will, you know, try to get a. Then here come a biz, businessman like yeah. Donald Trump um, <laughs> to try to, you know, make it their way. And it's yeah. like, yo, we've been working. Like, why are we going to mess don't, it up? Don't don't put any gimmicks in. Don't nah. do, you know, the funky names on the back of the jerseys. Don't just stay basic. Yeah, stay basic and and see how. Because I think that's what's going to keep you legitimate. I, yeah. And I think that's why I said about the XFL because I think it's ironic they get to now see this and say, okay. Right, because they may have had some of the gimmick ideas back, and they playing like a "He Hate Me Too" or something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they were to merge or have like a Super Bowl kind of deal, XFL versus AAF. That would be dope. You I know, would, I would maybe. actually like that. Maybe I, I, like I don't that. know. I don't know, but we'll see, man. You know, have some Ohio State players out there. You know, <laughs> have some <clears throat> Buckeyes go to the league. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> They do okay. Ooh, Chris said not for Yo, you. Um, I can't remember who posted it. I think it was it was one of our old wide receivers, and they posted since two thousand two. Like all your main like positions, quarterback. I mean, uh, not quarterback. No big, no quarterbacks from the Big Ten. Um, it was like running backs, linebackers, cornerbacks. Like since two thousand two, Ohio. I mean, since two thousand, Ohio State. So State number one. I mean, I believe number it. one. I mean, you know. the most linebackers drafted, the most running backs, the I most mean, wide receivers. I mean, the it's most only it's only really one team in the whole conference. I mean, yeah, whole, just, oh, that's, it. that's it. I mean, so it's not really saying much, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're so, not we're not so talking about. You, okay. you saying that you're unimpressed? That's what you said. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Fair. That's fair. I mean, I, I, I can understand that if I was boasting about being Big Ten all conference, <laughs> I'm talking about getting drafted, dude. <laughs> like. I'm trying to figure out what they do once they get there. <coughs> That's it. Be great. That's what they do. I don't. I don't know. You know. I, don't know. I remember uh, it was earlier this year. I'm watching the Cowboys Saints game, and I'm going, man. I don't see nothing but Buckeyes out there. Mm-mm-mm. I don't see nothing but Buckeyes out there. Yeah, it's nice, cute. That's fucking cute. I like Ohio State. They're cool, man. I like Michigan too, Chris. <laughs> Ooh, 
Oh, nice. we try to get it started <laughs> on a Sunday. Next. <laughs> so speaking of next, speaking of getting started, my boy AD said, "Listen, man, I'm out. Leaving at halftime, man." So we didn't get to really talk about the whole trade situation. Um, again, it's only a few people on Facebook and a few people in my life that I listen to. Uh, it happened to be you guys. It's also doing a uh, Marcus Myers. Um, oh, man. Uh, that's basically it. You know, it's, it's some other people. But, you know, I'm hearing people with their crazy talk. Man, I'm like, yo, where's my brothers at when I need them? But so this this is what I, what I find hard to understand. Like, what what's people's shock value with this whole situation? <clears throat> He's been in New Orleans for what seven years now. About that, seven yeah. years, they haven't won. Last year was the first time they went to the playoffs and won a playoff series. Mm-hmm. Right? He has grown into one of the, I'm gonna say top ten, top five talents in the NBA. Right? Okay. He wants to win, and in the age of your guys on LeBron, where the players now are taking full control of what they do, which they should, where they go. He asked to leave, and he did it in a way to say, listen, I want to leave. I'm not going to resign back. Don't bother coming with the contract. Let's work something out. Right. Right? I don't see the problem. I don't see the problem at all. He didn't wait till the summer. No, he didn't. He didn't wait till he he didn't. There was no no, holdouts. He didn't string (laughs) nobody along. No. He didn't say he wasn't going to play. He did what he did. The culprit in this whole thing. Is Dell Demps, and he just got fired. <laughs> like that—that that was the culprit. Because again, here, here's my take on it, right? And this is why I want to stick with Dell Demps. If you're an NBA franchise, mm-hmm. right, your job is to put a winning product on the floor. Right. If your franchise player does not want to stay, you have to then move forward with your franchise and either blow it all up or say, "What can I get now?" To make us at least sustainable, till I can get somebody else in. But right, he was trying to be the Los Angeles Lakers again. But but not even that. Let's take it a step further. You had an opportunity to make him happy by keeping Boogie. <laughs> yeah, he wanted Boogie there. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he he did. did. Yeah, he did. Right. So what you say? Nah, Boogie, we ain't gonna rock with you. I I would even I would even they say, use that injury as an excuse. Listen, I would even say that their own in house people put that stuff out there, like, oh, we play better without Boogie. We do because remember, <laughs> none yeah. of that stuff started from anybody on the team. True, yeah, yeah. They all wanted Boogie, right? So you take that road, you make that mistake. Okay, bet he goes through the summer and said, okay, let me see what else you going to do. New Orleans, like most of the other teams. Stood packed and did nothing. Right. They didn't add to anything. So now you're trying to bank off what the team was in the playoffs to come back and start the season the same way. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Right? So now he's asking to go, and then you leave him sitting there. <laughs> it's almost like you just said, yo, I'm going to be King Petty real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, you want to go? I'm going to keep you here. But at the same time, you just crippled the franchise. Yeah. Because... Not only is AD going to walk out the door, but if you think one of the most humblest stars in the NBA, Jeru Holiday, is not saying this so, yo, me and this headband is gone. <laughs> I am out. Yo, bro. Unpaid light bill. Leave the headband alone, Jeru is my dude. Like, again, you, have a, you had a nice young core for your team, mm-hmm. and in two seasons... You also had some veterans too, right? And Rhonda. You you dismantled all that. 
And now you're going to be left with nothing because I'm guaranteeing you once AD goes, he's going to go too. Mm-hmm. It has to be that way now. You got to re- – look, even even to say this, even after trade, trade deadline, to not move AD, right, and then move Meritage, your third best scorer on the team, <laughs> what message are you sending? If he dies – he you know what I'm saying? This ain't Rich Paul fault. This is yeah. your fault, Dell Dibs. Me, let me let me read Aaron. Com- oh, I'm sorry. Let me read Aaron comment. Aaron said, uh, he said AD is very good. I don't think it will pan out in Lakerland. Not if you have plans of moving Rondo. Uh, he said he's still serviceable, a point guard who's a really good coach on the floor. If AD goes there, it's no guarantee any other. So-called league stars will follow. Some cats really don't no, want to play with LeBron. I think LeBron is a little delusional to believe that the cats do want to play with him. Just my opinion. Listen, I, I totally disagree with, with what you're saying, Aaron. I respect everything about you except the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> but, no, listen, again, I think if you're talking about the future of the league, he is one of the pillars of the future yeah. in this league. So it doesn't even matter if it's just if LeBron is there. If LeBron is able to add AD – just because of what he is on the floor, it's nobody in the league that don't want to play with him. Yo, are you crazy? Yes, Aaron is crazy. Yeah, is. well, we know that. Yes, he is. Nobody you know. in the league that don't want to play with AD or yeah. LeBron. Or with AD. AD. Oh, okay. Yeah. Listen, for every we could we could say all, for all we want what this is, right? The LeBron project is three years strong. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. That's the term life on that contract. Term life. Le- LeBron, <laughs> it's like insurance. You know what I'm saying? LeBron will do what he wants to after that, right? But that's the life of that contract. Right. AD at 25 has another 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's true. Who who else in, in all these free agents would not want to come? Jim, you so you saying Jimmy don't want to play with him? You saying Kyrie don't want to play with him? Who, who don't want to play with him? Mm. So he and the thing is. Again, people taking shots at Rich Paul, people taking shots at LeBron. But listen, the young boy put himself in a position to take full control of what he wants to do with the rest of his basketball career. Mm. Salute to that that young man. Go do your thing. <laughs> As Chris say, do you, boo-boo. <laughs> do you. Read his comment. He said, uh, he said, I'm not discredited. Juan, what's up, man? What up, said, OG? Uh, what he said, let me read his let me read his comments here. He said, I'm not discrediting AD's impact. I said folks don't want to play with LeBron and say they didn't want to play with AD. And that's what Ruck is saying that that's not true. He has to people disagree still, with you. Yeah, people, people do still, want to play with LeBron. People still want to play with LeBron, man. Like, don't we can't get that twisted. In this age of the NBA, and y'all fellas correct me if I'm wrong, but we have watched <clears throat> we have watched a steady, you know, don't throw rocks at the throne image from LeBron. We've seen that. Right, yeah. we've seen the ascension of Steph and everything he is in Golden State, and how that attracts players. We've also seen the rise of players like KD, but then the media demise of somebody like KD. Like, remember, KD was the same person I was talking about. It was toxic. Mm-hmm. Now you look at what he added to that culture in Golden State that everybody wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So another young, you know, breath of fresh air, air and AD, somebody that don't be in the media like that, do what he got to do, and he's a straight <clears throat> dog on the court? Absolutely. Well, look, I can agree <clears throat> I can agree with the toxic standpoint. I think this is exactly what uh, KD was talking about, actually, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about what happened with the Lakers, all the players on the Laker roster, mm-hmm. AD, Will Dimps, and all that stuff, 
Yeah, it was, I thought it was pretty toxic. And I mean, again, I won't, and I don't think KD was doing this. I wouldn't say this is all because of LeBron. But I think when when LeBron gets brung into the conversation yeah. and things like this happen, where everybody on the team is tradable except Bron, yeah. <laughs> and then you don't know if Bron is saying in Rich Paul ear, yo, you know, yo, do this, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? You don't know. Uh, I, I just think people, I think, you know, the Lakers in general, how they've been looking as of late. It looked like a team that was affected by all of this trade talk. Mm-hmm. Big time. All of the, you know, uh, uh, I remember Brandon Ingram was shooting a free throw at the line in Indiana, and they was like, LeBron's going to trade you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. JaVale McGee came up there, they said, not good enough to be traded. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's the type of an atmosphere that you got to deal with when playing with LeBron. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say that that's all LeBron's fault, <clears throat> right? But LeBron can't help it that yeah. he's so good that you, when he's on a team, you got to focus on winning a championship right now. Right. That's yeah. not his fault. But the toxicity that comes with that. True. Now, let me, ask you, let, let me ask you this. Now, is it just toxic because of the attention or can it become toxic because the players that we're talking about mentally can't handle that? Bit of both. Both. Bit of both. I think that the that the attention does play a big part in that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because anytime you have LeBron and anytime you have some GM that want to win, they're gonna do whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they have to do to win. But also, you know, in the in this in this day and age of media, you know, yeah. people have access to stuff. You know, I mean, so. but but what we're talking about, we're talking about it was a bunch of young kids. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about... Young pieces. The, the only time that this, I feel like something like this has ever really happened before was the first time LeBron was in Cleveland, and you could hear some of the same things, but I think everybody around that time was the same age. Mm. Like, he was the same age, Booby was the same age, Sasha, all those people, Vera Zhao, they were all young, so it was like, you know, now you're talking about... LeBron was probably looking at the dudes like, yo, you got an attitude because they're talking about you getting traded. Mm -hmm. So he probably walked away from a lot of them dudes like, yo, I'm good. I mean, you can see it in who he hang with, you know, on the team. It's all him and Rondo every time I see them out. Right. Yeah, when I seen them at the Duke game. Him and Rondo. Him and Rondo. TC, what's up? Want to check in? Uh, We got uh, Brian. What's going on, fellas? Brian O'Brien. Breezes, yeah. yeah, man, breezes, man. So yeah, but you know, to, to but to answer your question, right? I think it's a combination of both. But again, mm-hmm. you know, I think if you're a good GM and a good coach, you have to know how to handle that situation. You know, you gotta, you know, have those talks with your, with your team and say, listen, mm-hmm. it's all talk. This is the direction that we're going. Again, these players understand it is business. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? At the end of the day, so that's why I don't get upset when players say, "Yo, listen, I want two hundred billion dollars." Yeah. And people say, well, you should be happy with what you got. No, it's a business. I have to mm-hmm. secure my legacy and my future for my family. So when, you know, you know, and then I had people coming down on AD, like, oh, AD, he want all this for this. Listen, it was a GM. It wasn't AD. No. AD just said, listen, I don't want to extend my contract. Yeah. You know, he didn't say, okay, I want to go to Lakers. He just said, yeah. I, wanna, I don't want to extend my contract. And he has that right. AD did exactly what he had to do. But I right. think the, the underlying thing for me and watching the whole thing is that, you know, nine times out of ten, unfortunately, players don't make good GMs. Yes. Yeah. They don't. Nope. Yeah. Because 
I mean, you you can look at Dell Dempson again. Say, okay, an average NBA player had a short career. What'd you do, right? Mm-hmm. But then you can I can also then look at the Lakers and point the finger back back at Magic yeah. and say, yo, you you of all people know what it is to be a Laker, right? Mm-hmm. First, true, right? True. You also know what it is to Love play you too, Brian. with a big superstar, right? Yeah. When you came in when Kareem was there, yeah. The first thing you should have did before anything was get everybody together in the locker room. Because regardless of the age of these kids, the one thing they will listen to is a street cred superstar. And Magic Johnson has that. Right. But you missed an opportunity by not talking to them. So here's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Nah, but nah, it's like Durant, I said. Brandon and LeBron. What? Yeah, Brian just straight hating today, man. What? Brian, I don't know what type of cereal you had. Must have been some cornflakes without the sugar. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you had some straight hate, hate, hate. I want you to wake back up. I got <laughs> I to gotta agree with Brian right now. Uh, why? Right now. Right I'm now, saying, KD? Right now, today, if you ask me who was better, today. Oh, oh we just talking about basketball, though. We just talking about basketball. Okay. All right. Okay, today. Ooh, all right, you, right. Today. you know what just my bad I still got LeBron or whatever. I, still I, yo, and LeBron. I'm not, I don't think that's a bad pick. I'm just saying I'm going right now. You got to Listen, because you got to add in the factor this is the first time I think in LeBron's career when he was kind of seriously injured. Right. You know, he was like, this is the most games he ever missed. Like That's 18 true. games. Um, he's what? He's 30. Uh, he's about to be 35 this year at the mm-hmm. end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the season will be over when he turns 35, but yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, you know, uh, KD, I think, is about to be 30 this year. I got you, TC. Yeah. What you saying? That's true. <laughs> Put some respect on I got you. Uh, so, uh, we didn't talk about Super Bowl, fellas. No need to. We didn't talk about Super Bowl. Oh, are we? Listen. That was weeks ago. Listen, one of our loyal listeners oh, news. asked us, could we take a small goat break? You know what? For you, TC, I definitely will, guy. For you, I ain't saying nothing this TC, thing. six rings, man. And you, he he personally wanted to come at you, Chris, because he hit me. Yeah, he's like, I can't wait till I get back on it, because <laughs> I can't wait to talk to that boy. Oh, but here's the thing. But here's the thing, right? Before we went on our break, oh my God. before we went on our break, and we made our Super Bowl predictions. Who'd I pick? Yes, you did. Yes, who'd you I pick? Did. Yeah, I picked the Patriots. You but you I know, picked, listen, man, I picked listen. the Patriots, and I also I, said, yeah. and I also said the Rams was going to be scared. Yeah, what they look? I mean, the defense didn't look scared. Right. The offense. Uh, uh, Jared Goff looked petrified. That's what happened when your coach can't talk to you they call th- him throughout Negro, the whole thing. They call him Negro Dumbass. Yeah, that's, th- that's what happened when you can't run that no, you know, that no huddle office and your coach can tell you who to throw to. That's why I want everybody to pump the brakes on Jared John Goff. West, what up? Because it showed how much he's dependent on uh, um, um, Sean um, McVay. But you said that, McVay. though. I did you said that. that. You said again. And, I know. I'm kind of patting my own back. And listen, yeah, I I'm <laughs> taking your Negro words. Dumbass. And it, again, I'm just doing this for TC. He said he wants a small goat break. So TC, I love it. We got you. But I just want to be on record. Chris Gay said it. And, and I've been using it, too. Chris Gay said, you're going to see the real him when he is not able to run that no huddle offense. Yep. And he got to really look at the defense. Mm-hmm. And you've seen exactly what happened. So yes, I will say, Chris, I give you that, man. You, you, you know, know, you know what people don't say about Jared Goff, right? And, and, and I'm gonna say this boldly because you know we're in the in the month in the year of Wakanda forever. Um, <laughs> Jared Jared Goff is what they would call a stereotypical African American quarterback. 
that mm. cannot read both sides of the field. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anybody want to debate that? You better talk that talk. Mm? Mm. Anybody want to debate that? I said, you better talk that talk. Well, right? well, because well since he's African-American, we got to change his name to Gerard. Gerard. Say it louder for the people in the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who said that? Him. Him. <laughs> now nah, I'm just saying, like, that's what it boiled down to. It boiled down to not only... We talked about this before when OG was on the show. Listen, if I can't talk to my quarterback and this is what we have done, it's going to hurt. Right. But it, again, the youth and experience on both sides show. It was, again, Sean McVay saying, or maybe listening to the pundits saying, listen, I am the new guy. We got. I can outsmart you. Right. We got one minute for this goat break. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and he outsmarted himself by not giving the best offensive player in the league, the ball. Mm. I don't know what was going on with Greg. Something is going on. I, I, I refuse to believe that he was 100% healthy <laughs> because listen. that's not Todd Gurley. I don't, listen, I'm not, saying that you touches? Can't, I'm not saying that you can't stop Todd Gurley. I'm just saying the Todd Gurley that was out there mm. was a compromised Todd Gurley. And he was like hurt. a true competitor, he said, yo, nothing wrong with me. I can right. play. Yep. Yeah. But well, so, that, even if he would have played, I don't think it would have made a difference. I honestly... Don't think it would have made a difference because the thing I thought that was the state saving grace for Jared Goff thirty was, seconds was for his break. He could rely on a player like Todd Gurley, mm-hmm. and he also had Sean McVay telling him what to do. Listen, mm-hmm. when you get to the line, look at this, 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 and this. Look for this. Blah 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 blah. Go, and mm-hmm. and and he's good. But most quarterbacks to be good if you got somebody who's smart telling yes. you what to do in your ear but instead most, of yourself. Last last point. Most quarterbacks are good when they have a developed security blanket that they can rely on, mm-hmm. right? People didn't talk about it, and it wasn't a big story, but it should have been. Cooper Cup, which is his security blanket, was gone. Yeah. Has been gone. He had nothing to go back and rely on. Tom Brady had two old reliables that he said, listen, I need you. Mm-hmm. Third and Jules and Gronk whenever. Mm. And he went to that. That Listen, people don't understand – the last thing that the Patriots do is they don't go away from something that doesn't that go. works. There we right? go. They are your typical player right now in Madden that got that crossing route play. That they listen, I'm gonna run it, I'm gonna run it, I'm gonna run it, I'm gonna run it. If you ain't gonna stop it, I'm gonna keep running it. I don't care how mad you get, I don't care how messages you send me, I don't care if you're in the microphone talking, I don't care. This keep is running. what we're gonna do. Break them, stop it. Stop it. Well, listen, that was brought to you by the good folks of the T.C. Casey's uh, Entertainment Stand and the Patriots Foundation. So we wanted to bring that GOAT moment to you guys. T.C., hey, man, hey, love hey, you, man, for always listening, hey, man. Hey, hey, Definitely, man. Love you for always listening. I mean, I, there's, some, there's some real hardcore hate I can go about that game. Yeah. yeah. About how it was played because T.C. just made a, a great point. And defense won that game. Mm. One break. Hey, it's all right. One break. Yeah. But, but it's okay, though. One, two. It's okay. Speaking of winning, uh, all-star break is upon us. Uh, so uh watch the three-point contest. I watched the <laughs> skills challenge, watch the slam dunk contest. Can we, can we just say this? Like, like, let's take a like a public service announcement break real quick. What's up, right? man? Um, for all the good folks, all the wonderful folks in Charlotte, um, please invest in some detoxifying. <laughs> It's some doctor visits after this weekend because y'all just had the CIAA oh. and the All Star game oh, yeah. back to back. Listen, it's even going to be a lot of summer babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be a whole bunch of people on TMZ in the next two weeks 
talk about this one did this. Well, hey, That's all I'm saying. You, you know, you That's saw. All I'm uh, saying. I was laughing because I'm looking and I see uh, Quavo there last night. I was like, oh, Cardi wouldn't let Offset go. He's still <laughs> on punishment. Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> on punishment. Yo, he couldn't come out the house, yo. And she said, where do you think you going? You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going. He going to be. So, when, so, the, so the next big thing, he going to come out to that two pack. I don't bail fresh out of jail, California <laughs> scream. Tune in to step one. It's all good. All set, man. Yeah, it's all good. He on punish. Man, I said, buddy, buddy, be on punishment. You want your lady back. <laughs> so, back. Keep your ass on wait, punishment. I do want to read this real quick. So Aaron said that the NBA All-Star game is an extension of the Barnum and Bailey Circus. Yes. Uh, Listen. Yeah. It was pretty entertaining to me. <laughs> I liked it. I had to go into that joke, yo. Cause Which one? Yo, the one you just said. Because they going to have another press conference. They going to be like, so Offset, how you feel about getting left out of the All-Star game? Who said I left out of the All-Star game? <laughs> We ain't see you there. You wasn't there. I ain't getting in trouble again. <laughs> Who's that? I love, that I love my girl. I love you, baby. I love my girl. Smart man, right there. So I really enjoyed it. You know, watching it with my lady. You know, she we was watching the All Star <clears> Game. Um, I mean, not All Star Game. The festivities. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was a joke. I know why Aaron said it was a joke. Uh, nah, that's a joke, man. It was a joke. It's listen, a joke. The the it's best part of the All Star Game. And it, listen, not that I don't like this. The game or the or no, the. I'm just saying. So far, after everything that just went on, the best thing was the three point shooting contest. The the, the dunk contest was trash. The yep. skill contest Wait, is just shout yeah. I, I, yeah, shout I don't like the shout skill out to contest. Uh, yeah. OKC Thunder's Hamido Diallo. I mean, yeah, yeah but like Hami, rep that. I'm watching and I'm going. I, I mean, I didn't see anything that like you. Okay, I put this to you like this, right? The All Star Year, the All Star Game in the weekend of years past, everybody, everybody, Saturday night was what you tuned into. Right now, sure. I'm actually interested in watching the game today. I am interested when in watching the game. you never watched the game before. Basically, yeah, you would never, you would hardly ever watch the game. Thank you to the now, NFL for that. But go I want to watch the game. So, I mean, I'm actually, I was more interested in a lot of stuff that was happening. Um, during the weekend that was apart from all the other festivities, mm-hmm. like the tech conference, the announcement that the NBA is going to start the African League oh, yeah, in yeah, 2020. Yeah. It's going to be eight-team league um, spread out between, I think, uh, ten, it's 10 countries in Africa. Each country is going to be able to have two teams. They're going to have a tournament that starts to see who qualifies. I think that's going to be dope. This is why the NBA is so much better I than NFL. Wait, yo, this is Adam, why. yo, can we just give a quick shout out to Adam Silver because he really has picked yes, up this has. torch. Yes, he has. And took it to the next level. Roger Goodell. What'd you say, Chris? Take a page. I don't know, man, because. Take a page out of this book. Yeah. I like, Christian. I like Adam Silver. I like okay. Adam Silver a lot. You know what pisses me off? You know who don't like Adam Silver? Who? Um, uh, uh, Doug Gottlieb and uh, mm. Colin Coward because mm-hmm. they think he's t- way too player friendly. Oh yeah, that's oh, why they yeah. love yes. Roger Goodell. Yeah, and it, and it drives me crazy because mm-hmm. they go, "This is the reason why Roger Goodell is better." You work for the owners, not the players. Yeah, right. Without the players, there's no league. Yeah, you work for the owners, what, slave master. Right, right. <laughs> it, exa- ex- yeah. There we go. I'm All done. Day. I'm done. Yo, I wasn't gonna say it. All day. I wasn't gonna I'll say, say it for you. Black History Month. You, you know, know what? What kind of family? Adam Silver, he was like that uncle. Because, you know, uh, David Stern, he was that strict father. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, nope, you can't yeah. do that. Can't yeah. wear this. Adam Silver, like, 
Well, go ahead. You can wear it a little bit. Go ahead. But don't tell your father that I, that I let yeah. you listen to you. Yeah. Tie, tie right right. yeah. Now, you, you take a little sip. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let your father know. And he understood and he listened to what the fans want. Mm-hmm. No matter how much, mm-hmm. you know, Doug Gottlieb and all these purists can say, oh, the NFL is better. No, it's not. Because no. what you're having is you're having, look how many country the NBA is able to transcend mm-hmm. into. Look at the NFL. We're still playing in Mexico and London. Who in the hell want to watch a fucking game in London? Nobody. Wait, just, Come just on. say, just say this, though. soccer country right there. Exactly. exactly. But, but my thing is, say this. We've been doing that in the, in the, F, look, in the NFL for over 15 years. We still don't have any expansion. No, where we've been doing the Africa games, what for four years, five years maybe? Where he's been going over there in the summer and doing those games, and now we have a league. But again, when the NBA does it, they're getting something out of it, like hence a good player, like the Euro yeah. League. Yep. They're yep. getting players yep. in exchange for these things that yep. we're seeing. You going to London? Give me one London player. I'll wait. Yeah. You're going to yeah. Mexico. Give me one Mexican player that we're getting in yeah. exchange. I'll wait. Hold you on. can't. You can't. The only new Mexican player that you could say is uh, Brian Erlacher, but that ain't Mexico. So said, what the hell are we doing? He said new Mexican. I'm just saying. <laughs> but you know, here's the here's the other thing that you got to look at of why <laughs> I believe Adam Silver is leaps and bounds more successful <laughs> than Roger Goodell. Mm-hmm. First of all, mm-hmm. I, I, I've said it once and I'll say it again. You can put a monkey. And Roger Goodell's job, and the same thing will happen. The same, the exact same thing will happen. Yes. Right? But would you look at the problems that the mm-hmm. NFL has had to deal with? Thank you. Yeah. Ownership from the owners, mm-hmm. players, all that. You just don't have the same problems in the NBA. Thank no. you. You just you, don't. You don't. You know why? You know why you don't have the same problems in the um, NBA? Because they don't try to cheat you like a piece of property in the NBA. Everything is fluid. You can change. Things can be moved mm-hmm. around the right way. Every, they want this strict freaking diocese over in the NFL yep. that it's got to be this way. If it's not this way, and blah, blah, blah. Look at the stuff that they're going through with Colin Kaepernick right now just yep. to shut him up. Let yeah. me just say this. Yeah. Okay. Look at the look. At, let's mm-hmm. let's compare Albert Owens here in the NBA. This is the biggest issue. LeBron want to train teams. Look at the biggest issue in the NFL, <laughs> collusion case. I mean, mm-hmm. that they also lost. I mean, so so when you're talking about mm-hmm. who was doing what, right, yeah. I, no, I'm not the smartest man in the world, but I know saying that LeBron won't get traded to the teams as a free agent versus saying that the NFL is black born black players. That's well, a little Adam, different. Adam talk Silver. that talk, Myra. Yeah. She's the NBA for the people. Yeah. <laughs> like Adam, Adam, talk Adam, that Silver, talk. Adam Silver has become the perfect bridge yes. between ownership and the players. Talk yep. that shit, in the, in the way that he did it was so genius because the structure that David Stern wanted to implement, right? Players, you gotta dress like this, yes, right? Adam Silver was like you said, the cool uncle that said, Listen, he wants you to dress like this so you can increase your brand, yes, so you can increase yes. your money. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that? Let me show you some more. Yes. And now look at what the players are doing, yeah, look at how they're spreading out across brands and really marketing themselves. Mm-hmm. So, again. He is what these sports leagues need. Yes. You know, when when I talk when when you have to talk about leagues and their success, you can get watered down with the NFL because they have they own the day of the week. Yeah. Like you can always get that. Yep. But if you look at the success of leagues, you gotta point to the NBA and the NHL. Yeah. It's hockey and it's it's basketball. Yeah. True. You know, baseball has has settled into their, you know, area of complacency. 
It is what it is. And the NFL is doing the same thing. But again, this, our society and times are changing. Yes. The NHL and the NBA have always adapted, yes. and you see the profit growing for everybody. Yes, yes, baby, so he is on one today. It's it's, it's great. I mean, I, I really, I really feel like when you're looking at everything that's happening, like you just said, comparing apples to oranges, it, it's no comparison. No comparison. And, and the bottom line, the money is going to be even more. Look how much a, a NBA player's max contract is versus the NFL max. Listen, well, you know that's just because of how dangerous football is and that's just true. how many games you play, and and, and, and that's fair. But you also got to look at one of the biggest problems I always got with the NFL, with the NFLPA, mm-hmm. and the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, they, mm-hmm. they, they they handle ding, ding, things ding. different, way different. Here's, here's the thing: the NBA's, uh, you know, players, uh, the NBA's PA, what they do is they say this is what we want, and we're gonna fight to get this. Yep. The NFL, they just take it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say, sir. Yep. Whatever mm-hmm. you say, sir. And then and then and then they can't see the forest beyond the trees. Yeah. There you go. They, 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 the certain thing that they'll they'll die on the hill for. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. That's yep. not what you should yep. be fighting for. Yeah. It's other things that you can fight for, like maybe not having Roger Goodell have so much mm-hmm. authority over everything. That's certain. That's something you can you know die on the hill trying to fight. Mm-hmm. But instead. They want an extra day off. So, yeah. so here's the thing, and so, and a lot of people are gonna look at me crazy for it. So when Cap took a knee, what I thought he was also gonna say within his, you know, his protest was, "We as players need more independence." And I thought other players were gonna come up, like LeBron doesn't say, "Yo, yo, you know, mm-hmm. we gonna we want to be our own independent contractor, which we are. We want this and we want that." Not one damn player said that in the NFL. You know what I mean? So to your point, Chris, like you know, everybody, you know. You know, I think that us as fans, like it seems like we'll talk about the issues more than the actual NFL players do. Even when Ty Gurley was on LeBron's show and he had the platform, he still was like, and even old, you know, Odell Beckham, they still were talking about more like, I don't like being shit like this. But they did not say, "Yo, oh. man, yeah, we do need to get paid like they do here." There, there's no other avenue for them, like exactly. I said, and nobody has given them an outlet to teach them that there is. There is more to the brand beyond the borders of the game. Right. Right? Again, the two leagues that I mentioned, think about, you're talking about global expansion. Right. Right? An NBA player does not need, perfect example, Stephon Marbury. Mm. Right? Yeah. For all intents and purposes, was a great high school player. He was a great one-year player at Georgia Tech. He was a great NBA player. Mm -hmm. But has made the vast majority of his fortune Overseas, yes, yeah, and that avenue was always presented to him. Hey, right. Listen, you could do this over there too. So, because these guys aren't taught that, no, they're gonna get on these shows with LeBron because now our NFL players and these young guys are trying to catch the wave, yeah. to really understand what they need to talk about, but they have no experience in it, yeah. Because once I leave you, then I'm sitting around, oh, yo, you better be quiet, yeah, like. Just like this whole thing with AB, like AB doing all this stuff, he talking, talking, talking. AB, you are canceling checks. Please, brother, be quiet. Because if you asking for a trade, do that. You know, with all other stuff, you wild. You know what? I also think. I also think that it's hard for NFL players to be, except for quarterbacks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes even quarterbacks. But I think it's hard for NFL Black players. Quarterbacks. Um, That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> I think it's hard for NFL players to be as marketable as NBA players, and I'll tell you why. It's mm-hmm. not because they're in the mass. 
or you know, it's always got a helmet on, you can't see their face. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem with when an NBA player is trying to focus on his brand, he could do it and play basketball. When an NFL player does, oh, you're not focused on football. Yep. And yeah. then if, if, yeah. if you have a bad game, yeah. it's because you focused on your brand. Yeah. And you need to worry about the team, and you need to worry about us, and put all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Save you, for the offseason. You make your yeah. money. Put that other stuff right. to the side. You need to be 100% committed to the team. Just think about and, and the perfect example of that. The perfect example is RG3. Mm. See, RG3 mm. had the RG3 brand yep. going. And, and, and he got hurt. Not mind you, if you remember the game where he got hurt, that was the um, that was the NFC um, wild card game yeah. against, against the Seahawks, the Seahawks yep. which they were winning. Yep. I mean, RG three. Mind you, the Seahawks were blowing everybody out the water, mm-hmm. and RG three was carving them was up, cooking them up, carving them. <laughs> and he got hurt. Yep. And then they lost. Aaron, you crazy. And then the, the, the next steps were, oh, the reason his rehab is not going so well is because he's focused on his brand. Yeah. The reason he's not playing so good is because he's focused yeah. on his brand. Blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. what, the, the demise of RG3 yeah. happened. Now, listen, RG3 has some problems as far as yeah. being able to... Mentally, I don't that's think, tough. Mentally, and I think, I think that injury took a lot yes, out of him. I, I, yeah. I honestly think that if he hadn't have gotten injured, he would have continued yeah. on the same trajectory. Yeah. He just hasn't. Even when he got other opportunities, he's never looked as fast as he was. No, pre-injury. But I, but I think they, I think they took the opportunities away from him too. Oh, because 100. of the, uh, because of the, well, because of that. Because you know what I mean? Cooking. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I just want to throw the little caveat. Yeah. I don't think it was yep. all that, right. but yeah. a lot of it had to do yeah. with oh, you two focus on making this money off the field. Yeah, we don't like that in the NFL because we never want you to be bigger than the NFL. Mm-hmm. Where the NBA takes the stands is we don't care if you you being bigger. Just makes us better, right? You, if if there's a LeBron out there that can control it like that, that that's good, good for us because where is that he playing good, at? Man. NBA, and NFL, those billionaire owners, um, uh, uh, Roger Goodell, they do not like sharing the spotlight. You, you know, what even the, with the goat. You know yes, what the other true. thing was on that, Chris? That's true. Why Chris is so good, man. Yo, that was that big push before the playoffs started. That big Adidas campaign yep. for RG3. Yes, it was. Yeah. Everything leading up to that, ooh, that boy good. But man. this is that but, boy nice. But this is why mm, even, mm, even mm. after last night, you know, people look at that and say, oh, I didn't like, you know, outside of three point contact, the dunk contest was corny, whatever. But, but I, it's gonna survive, though. But yeah, also, survive. but the but the, see, but the dope thing about it is the NBA, they will try something. Like, you know what I would love to see them do one day is to like get like have like a contest and have like the celebrity person that won a contest in the dunk contest with some of these people. Yo. You know what I mean? Like I can see the NBA tr- see the NBA. They would try something like that, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's about the fans. Like they'll like all these dudes who got like these dunk contest shows. Like I can see them having one or two, maybe just one for now, versus like the NBA players. Do you know how dope that would be? There's some dunkers listen, out there. It would be so listen, dope. They could have they could have done something, or they could do something in the future where it's all the professional dunkers that we watch on YouTube and yeah. everything else yes. against some of these other yes. guys. They can incentivize it for some of these people to get in it. Yeah. I think. Again, we were talking about last night at dinner, but like Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, like that dunk show alone Ooh, yeah. was was something yeah. unbelievable, something special. And they both for light skin too, by yeah. the way. So yeah, <laughs> pump Drake up. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the reason that the NBA wins is not only I think they have an understanding of what's going on in society too. Yep, you yep. know what I'm saying. Like. 
think about this. Think about where they're strategically placing these all-star games. Yeah. L.A., New York, Atlanta, Charlotte. Remember, they brought it New back Orleans. to Charlotte. Chicago, Remember, Chicago, they didn't have Michigan. any Chicago, You know what I'm saying? Michigan. Where they putting all this stuff, and then, it, but the NFL is refusing to do stuff like this. Yeah. And it's like, yo, you got to... You gotta really become innovative. Man. I think that, like Chris talked about, and we also talked about, because the NFL is such a machine, it's not much that they have to do to market. It's not much that they no. have to do because people are going to continue to but, watch. But, but they but, can, but they can make it better. But know, again, they, until they get a new commissioner, yeah, and that's the problem. Like Goodell is good. He's like because again, he is coming under the old Paul Tagliabue. So you know, so he's fine. Like he doesn't. But like he started, it's already there for him. But he started off with the innovation. Yeah. Because when he came in, he said, listen, we're not going to have the Pro Bowl in Hawaii no more. We need to give our fans in the States more of an opportunity to yeah. see the game. Let's bring it back here. Right. But then you sat on it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like you did it and you said, okay, yeah, we're going to put it in Orlando. That's it. Right. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that's it. It don't move. And then the thing, there's no excuse about it because all these owners, they're building stadiums that you don't even have to worry about weather anymore. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like no reason people, why uh, the um they, they the missed the opportunity. The NFC all game time. can't be in Dallas. Right. Yeah. Playing in Jerry World. Why, why can't be in Indianapolis? Playing why, at the new Lucas. Why? Why can't be in Atlanta? At right. The, at the Mercedes Benz. Why can't, can't be, be in Minnesota? You know. New Orleans. Anywhere. Uh, all the new facilities is about to get built in um Los Angeles. The new facilities are about to get built in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you just but again, again, but the old mass are good though, ain't yeah. it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you go talk to uh you go talk to Doug Gottlieb. Yeah. Massa good. Mm-hmm. He yeah. good all the time. But again, because yeah. they're not losing enough money. Yeah. They're not losing enough money. Once they, they, they really won't. start to see a significant amount of 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 loss and revenue, mm-hmm. then they'll look at it. But right now, again, yeah, you might have a few people to, again, and let's be real, who are talking about like black people, like, oh man, I'm not watching the football. Listen, and I'm not gonna lie, I love my black people, but to the masses, they don't care. Mm-hmm. Twenty people not watching, even even two hundred, that's nothing to them. Yeah. But I think that you know what. You what, think only two hundred black people not watching. I'm saying a little more than that, but I'm just saying in comparison to like how they are, you know, yeah, you know, they, losing they, money. They're really not worried. It's about not the significantly, you know, losing. I would revenue. say, I would say, even if they lost all of the black viewership, that right. wouldn't be super significant. It's yeah. more than two hundred, though. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just saying. You know, I would in say comparison, it's, it's, it's more. In, it, it'd be a, a, a lot in the millions, I believe. But even, but even this, right? Like, I, there was another good conversation that we were having yesterday, and I was, you know, me and my cousin were arguing about this last week. But even talking about Silver again, right? Look at the innovation that he's had with college basketball. So people say, "What are you talking about? Right. College basketball is still college basketball. They still got a lot of one and dones." They, Listen, who do you think was the brainchild behind all these new media contracts with ESPN to make sure that you see Zion every day? <laughs> yeah. Right? So even if you are a big one and done, what they've done is, listen, for all those kids that are thinking, I don't need college, right? Just like Jay Williams said in another podcast that he was on, look at the media exposure that you can now get from going to college yeah. in that one year. Yeah. Right, True. it's an everyday thing now, gotta and go, that comes right from school, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to go to the right school. But again, I think we're in the times now because even look at look, look at the dude from Murray State. Mm. I, I do, but do you see him every day? We, we don't see him. We don't see him every day nationally, 
but there is still a strong media following with them. Oh, so it's that a strong. It can, and it can come happen. tournament time, people going to be watching. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's tournament time is where stars are made. I, I, I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. Yeah. But the I, I, only difference I would say is that it, it does show how much media coverage you can mm-hmm. get going to college. I do think you need to go to a big Yeah, you got to go to a, a You got to go to a Kentucky, yeah. a Kentucky, a Duke, a North Kansas, Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. for it to be amplified to the level that you see yeah. Zion getting covered. Yeah. I mean, Zion gets headline cut, and obviously everybody here knows I'm a big Duke fan. Mm-hmm. He sometimes get coverage that pisses me off. Wow. Like, and, and, I, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because and I was discussing this with uh, Henny at the job a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, uh, if you watched um, the Virginia game, where we true went one, to true. Virginia, yeah. we went yeah. to Virginia, right? Yeah. Um, R. Uh, J. Barrett dominated mm-hmm. that game. Mm-hmm. He dominated the game, and um, he was the reason why we won yep. that game. If if you look at it, because um, uh, Zion had eleven points in the first half, and he he had seven in the second half, but he didn't get it till two minutes left in the seventh in the uh, second mm-hmm. uh, second half. It was R. J. and Cam. RJ and Cam, but mainly it was RJ, RJ carrying, right? And when they won the game, ESPN, Zion leads Duke yeah. to a win, and I'm going, yeah, yeah. were they watching the same game? And, and I'm the, a Duke fan. And the highlight was the block. Was the block. Don't, the block was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. But anybody who watched that game, mm-hmm. anybody who watched that game goes, listen, Zion was great. Zion's always good. Mm-hmm. But RJ Barrett was the star of that game. But they got and, they go, and they go, Zion leads Duke. They show the block. Mm-hmm. They show the one breakaway dunk, and mm-hmm. then oh yeah, by the way, Zion went uh, five for no five for five shooting from three to start off the game, and ended with a game high uh, uh, twenty nine. But it was no 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 it was Zion. And so you know it shows yeah. how much they're leaning. Yeah, Zion. Zion. Yeah. I mean it's the it's the push, but if but but also watching Duke. Like just them as a team. Like I think people, are, it's just like nobody's like really talking about how the good they are as a team. Oh yeah, they are. Right. Yo. It's more so like Zion is doing his thing again because yeah. college basketball has not had a star like this in a long no. time. No, because the because the star that we wanted to see, which would have been LeBron, we didn't get a chance to see. So I think or that Kobe. they're over right. Okay, you know, or KG. So they overcompensating with Zion, oh, and yeah. he is actually turning out to be what people. Want him to be, but also again, like you said, it's also some damn good talent on that team too. Oh, can't can't Reddish can shoot shoot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. can shoot shoot. And if you didn't know, you should have known from the Florida State game yeah. when the money was on the table, yeah. Yeah. and he came and hit the dagger. And the Louisville hit, game, he was yo, the one that hit. The, come on now, Cam can shoot. Come and on now, you, and, and people and people around the league have been saying this, and I've been following it. They're saying, "Yo, yes, Cam, Bear is the truth." Yeah, Cam might be the most. What did star? What did on I tell you? Team. What did I tell you? For, did, for yo, for a lot of and they say yo, you might not even get to see it while he's at Duke just because of RJ and Zion. But they right. go yo, six nine. He the best shooter out of all of them. Could put the ball on the deck. Plays defense. And can, let me tell you something. But here's the thing. They say you know he got he's somewhere because he kind of struggled What's in the up beginning. There? They said he's somewhere in the middle. They's like. Half the league think he can, his potential is Rodney Hood, and the other half think it's Paul George. <laughs> Which one is it going to be? I'm leaning on the porch or Paul George yeah, side. Right. Yo, what have I not been saying that? He, that boy good. Yo, let me say something. Yo, Cam, Cam. All right, and not just because yes, that's my can. son name. Cam. Yes, he can. <laughs> okay, man. Listen, you know what? But again, you know, like, but like we were saying, mm. the mm. NBA. 
is doing that. Because guess it. what the NBA says? Listen, that, that could be one and done, but guess what? That product is still going to look good because they got to come here. They got to come here. And, you know, not for nothing, the NFL, when you look at NCAA football and you look at NFL, it's a big disconnect. <laughs> it's a big disconnect because, you know, they try to pump Alabama to be this, you know, mm. godlike team. Mm. But even with that being said, like how many players actually go on and like dominate from Alabama in the NFL? You know, not even what they're known for, which is defense. Yo, they're mm-hmm. defensive players in the NFL. Exactly, dude. I mean, there's a couple. Don't get me wrong. There's a couple. It's a couple. But there's for as many as they like pump out, it's like most of them are disappointing. Like, wasn't it like who was it they talking about? Like D. Milner was going to be like one of the yeah. top cornerbacks. Yeah. Is he even like, in the league? You no, know, anymore. Right. Now, and I, they had a lot of stuff, but I do like this brother, Reggie Ragland. I like a lot, but mm-hmm. they, it's always been different. But I think, again, it's because the league is not progressive enough in its message yeah. and how it carries players. So you're always going to see this, man. So, I mean, listen, shout out to the NBA. But again, yeah. what I was interested in, all the tech. Yo, do you know they introducing in the next, I think he said maybe 2021 or With the jersey? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was Son. dope. That was dope. I dope. said, <laughs> you know why? Because the NFL, I mean, because the NBA is innovative, and they will take. And that's why the dunk contest might not always be great because they'll mm-hmm. they go, listen, man, we'll give you the freedom to to try stuff. Mm-hmm. If it don't work, then we'll try to do yeah. something yeah. else. Do something else. They oh, hold on, wait. Push Let's, the they push the envelope. I just put for people that don't know about the jerseys. So what happened is you can actually change the jersey, everything on the jersey, like the name, the number, mm-hmm. with like a push of a button, like. I don't know how the tech. I don't know what technology I'm mean, using, but it, it's so dope. Like that technology, you talking about the the shoe with the adjustable laces mm-hmm. that you can control mm-hmm. from your phone. Yeah, it's so a, smart shoe. Yeah, a smart shoe. Like you got all types of stuff, but I think they're winning in leaps and bounds. They're doing it by being connected with their right. players in the communities and all that stuff. So, listen, man. I mean, they win. Yeah. They win. They win. They win. T White says, "Shouts out to uh, Trent Richardson." Yeah, now. I mean, he's an AAS. <laughs> Shout out to Trip Richardson. You know, I don't know if that was well, another, bad another, another disappointment from Alabama. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like just another disappointment. Even even his rookie year when he had those 10 touchdowns, I was like, but when I said you needed to dissect them. Right. Yep. When you looked at him, it was all it was Marion Barber, the third type touchdowns. I don't know if yeah. you guys yeah, remember. Of course. Yep. It was, Marion the Barbarian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was those type of touchdowns. But it's not like he was freaking uh, uh, mm. ripping off 40, 50 yard right. touchdown runs. No, it was you're mm-hmm. on the one. He's big, hand it to him. And let me tell you something, some of the time, they would give it to him three times. He gets stuffed the first time, the yeah. second time, and finally get through the yeah. third time. So, like, Trent Richardson, when I watched him in Alabama, I thought, yo, this about to be the illest running back. Yeah. And then he got to the league. Same thing you said with Derrick Henry. Same thing you said with Mark Ingram. Like, people have looked at Bama backs and said the mm-hmm. same thing. Like, Mark Ingram listen, is the most productive, and he's and, just and, okay. And he's been blessed with a great system. Yes. You know what I'm saying? A great system, a great coach. TJ Yeldon is probably the most consistent one, if you think about it. Yeah, and, and he's <laughs> in and he's in a horrible spot in That's Jacksonville. Right. I'm just saying, you like if you talk about, he's the most what? He's probably I mean out of the, out of that little cluster. I mean, no, no, no. Ingram you know? is Ingram is the now, best one out now, of it. Now, yeah. not now, now ever. Uh, ever. When was anybody ever more? I'm talking productive? about more consistent. I mean, listen. When, I mean, of course, Yeldon hasn't done shit. But he can line up at slot. He can play. He could. He could do a little I mean, bit. Okay, everything, he could though. do a couple things. But like, <laughs> he can do a little bit. It, it don't. It don't. It doesn't equal production. He could just do it. I mean, he has a horrible quarterback well, too. But anyway. Well, well, but oh yeah. But 
T.Y. said, how much is that one jersey going to cost? Listen, it doesn't matter, T.Y. <laughs> They gonna get it. I don't I know. But just think about it. you can have a Michael Jordan jersey for one hour. They can have and a Scotty Pippen and, and switch to a Steph Curry. And, I know. Come on, man. I mean, but that one jersey probably could save a lot of money. But I mean, I don't know. Yo, that jersey gonna be that shit gonna be like two billion dollars. It's gonna be like nah, I ain't gonna <laughs> nah, that. Right. <laughs> that jersey gonna be like three hundred. Yeah, something crazy. Easy. I think it'd be like five, at least five. You think five? Because okay. a Michelin yeah. that's gonna run you about five hundred. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So you're right. so that shit gonna that probably gonna be like good the replica of that jersey probably going to be like 400 but the authentic joint probably going to be like a G. Let me tell you something. NBA is taking some, um, you know, they're taking some leaps and bounds that I don't mm. think people are actually fully aware of. Thank you. What people need to... I, I, I'm a, I got, I'm a uh, NBA League Pass subscriber. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something. If you ever get to experience NBA VR... Yeah, how was that? Because me and Myra, we were talking about. She said that would be you, dope. Yo, I said, you, yo, she get it? it. She said, she said no, because that's too much it? tech. No, I didn't get the VR because I don't have a consistent VR. So I, I am looking at the Oculus mm-hmm. to get that okay. like my VR thing. Mm-hmm. But I have, boy Raymond Benton, what's up, man? But I have, I have, uh, I have used it, fam. The NBA is dope on the VR, fam. It's like you there. It's like you courtside. Now, like, now, how do you get that? Please tell me. So yeah, if you get if you got the NBA mm-hmm. league pass, right? Okay. There's which it's more which, expensive to get the VR. Which we do. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if you get the VR point, that. right? He keeps saying we got the right now. <laughs> but you know, everything I do get, he do got. So you know. He go, hey, what's that password? That's my brother. That's my quarterback. <laughs> Yo, but you, you you hook it up to your phone, right? Okay. The VR, and then you put it inside the, the VR thing. And you got the headphones and you got the, the joint. Okay. And fam, you, wherever you pick your seat, it's like you sitting there. It's the, the way you watch it. Here. So, yo, it moves with the way you move. So, if you move your head this way, the court, the you can see in your peripheral <laughs> that the other basket is that way, but you're looking this way. And it's the, it's the real, it's, it's the, the real game. game. It's the real, it's not like avatars. It's the real, actual real game. So, if you like, yo, I want to sit. Courtside, courtside, mm. and watch it from that perspective. Easy, I ain't easy. Going to no more Yo, games. you want to be up in the stands a little bit and watch it from there, so you I can get the whole. I ain't going to no more there. games, fam. I'm telling you, I'm going to Chris' house. Here's the exactly. thing. Here's the thing. VR as a as a society hasn't caught hasn't caught on to the level that it is going to. It, let me tell you something. It's trending that mm. way. Just everybody, everybody. First of all, is a little skeptical still. Exactly. Still on old VR. school, yeah. But if you ever watch Ready Player One, yes, that's what we're moving to. I love that. I don't know if we're ever going to get that event, but that's where we're trying to go. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, the, the way VR is set up and the way the NBA has established it, and the NFL is going to be left in the dust. It's going to be left in the dust because they're not even going to be... Mm-hmm. They're not even going to be able to hold a candle to where the NBA is going to be on the VR games. I'm telling you right now, NBA VR... Is dope, and with the technology, that's and that's what I mean. Yo, they 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 make all the innovative um, progress mm-hmm. that the NBA, that the NFL doesn't do. Mm-hmm. They just don't do it. We need a sponsor from there, fellas, because we need to be able to put this on the show. Well, you li- listen. Check if Oculus want to send some of their four five hundred dollar VR joints, my send way, that. please my send way, that. Please, uh, we'll give you a thorough review. Yes. And, um, if anybody has the contact somewhere, because I know it's a lot of our. People that watch, they know some people. So if you know somebody, yes, we would love to do a review when, on that. And please. when I say thorough review, I don't mean it in the black way thorough. I mean it in the white way, dictionary <laughs> thorough. 
T H O R O U G. You you know how to spell it. We're gonna do a very very thorough review on the Oculus uh, VRs, and we all gonna see. Oh, here OG and said he on it. He, he said, said where, where do I buy, buy it and how much? Wow, well, love again. Well, the Oculus you could get, you know, go on Amazon and buy Oculus. Best Buy yeah. too, right? Best Buy will have yeah. it. You might have to order it. Okay, they might not have a lot. Just, just go in on stock. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon to be the best place to get the Oculus. From and I read up on this stuff. Y'all know I'm a tech guy. Mm-hmm. From everything I read, Oculus is the best VR as of this moment. I believe as of this moment, it's the best yeah. version of VR. Yeah. But VR is going to get uh, rapidly better as the years, of course, it will go on. Mm. Uh, you know, it's, it's I'm so take my money. This ain't a tech show, so I won't get into some of the things that people are looking into creating and making. Uh, you know, I'll say maybe five years from now. Mm. The, the way technology is consumed is going to be rapidly Listen, different. people, to, the English version of what he just said is, Chris said, we're moving to total recall. Okay? <laughs> Basically. I we hope. are moving to total recall. It's I going can't down. wait. I can't wait. So now, I do want to stay on the NFL real quick. Uh, Kareem Hunt got signed <clears throat> by the Browns. As All I right. said, he would. Great. Okay. okay, great. So next point. What do you feel about that? Because I know Chris brought it up. Um, next uh, point. You said I brought it up? Well, 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 well we only thing I said was... <clears throat> When it first happened, people was like, oh, he's never going to play. And I was like, you fooling. You fooling. Ray Rice's Ray Rice situation was different. Yeah. And everybody was trying to compare it to Ray Rice. I said, first of all, Ray Rice cleared his girl. Stop, Chris. Stop. Did he not? It yes. was a bit heinous. It wasn't a bit heinous. No, it was a That was egregious. one of the worst knockouts i ever seen. You're a boxing fan. Yo, fam, he cleared his girl. His cleared it. Yeah. It, it was a little different. Right. His was way more violent. Way more violent. And also, Ray Rice, and I know this because I was a fantasy football player, was on a rapid decline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was easy to be like, I'm good with you. Yeah. Kareem, on the other hand, is on the incline. Yes. Mm-hmm. And his actions, even though egregious, weren't they just it didn't look as bad as Ray yeah. Rice's there. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I don't wanna get into comparing domestic uh yeah. violence. I don't even like calling his domestic violence. He didn't date this girl. He just assaulted a female. Um and I won't get into my opinions on any of that. What right. I'm gonna yep. say yep. is yep. his didn't look as bad no. as Ray Ray Rice made you like Ooh. clutch your pearls. Yeah. Like, like even if you know, even if you are the type of guy who go, man, I'm, I don't care. I'll hit a woman. That make you go, ooh, man, that was a bit much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that was nasty. Like, I, I didn't see anybody defending Ray Rice. <laughs> I when, got Amanda Nunes. <laughs> Y'all tear I got Amanda Easy. T.Y. said, who you got? Oh, get that oh let money. me tell you something. Amanda. <laughs> Amanda got them heavy hands, okay? <laughs> let me tell you something. I would, I don't normally like doing this. I don't like when people say, you know, a, a female fighter versus, uh, you a know, dude. a male. But, in the case of Amanda and Ray Rice, I'll bet the house on Amanda. On Amanda. Yeah. First yeah. of all, because if you're not a, 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 a trained fighter, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick you against a, a trained MMA female mm. fighter. You, you lose that. You lose that 10 out of 10 times. I don't know. I, I think I reported it. Well, I mean, I didn't report it. I brought it up on the show about the female MMA fighter in Brazil 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy was trying to steal, didn't yeah. know who she was. Yeah. Picked mm-hmm. the wrong one, tried should. to steal it. There's video of it now. Yeah. I, I got to check it out. Oh, 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 oh. She you, beat the brakes off of him. You, you ain't see the pictures? Nah, I ain't see it. Oh. I got to check it out. He had the Tyson eye. Oh. Son, he was looking like Martin when he full time here. Yes, he was. I got yes, he was. And choked, then choked him out. Good. That's Wait, what and, he did. and then choked and kept the hold on to the cops got there. If he dies, he, he dies. dies. So, saying. you know, in that yep. sense, Right, I'm taking him in. I agree 100%. But only <laughs> thing I'm saying is, Ray Rice and Kareem Hunt are totally different. Mm-hmm. Be, be, because of how the acts looked on video True. and because of how they were as a player. Kareem Hunt was always going to get another job. Right. Kareem Hunt is too talented and in the prime of his career. Ray Rice was 29, mm-hmm. which is the dec- start to decline for yep. NFL running back. Yep. And was already not playing that well. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's easy to go, I'm good, you're out of here. Kareem, a lot different. A lot mm-hmm. different. And so, he didn't get a clear shot off of her. He did like a little No, no, kick, no. But, he pushed her. Yeah. He pushed her and he, he kicked, kicked her, her in the butt. I, again, I'm not going to get into... Yes. Uh, but I'm just saying, he pushed her and he kicked her in Apples the oranges. butt. I'm just saying. Ray Rice... Gave one of the meanest lefts I've ever seen. You, I, I liken it to Brian. It looked like uh, the bus driver that uppercutted that yeah. girl. You, you going, going to hell now? That's what it looked like. I, I, you know what? I'm making it feel like this is funny. It's not. Oh God. Funny. Well, speaking of funny, um, Brian said, Brian O'Brien. Uh, he said they won't acknowledge the skills, Gina. And then he also said, you know, me and Ruck, who we was we was reading it. He said, Black History. <laughs> ends February 14th for all the uh, mixed couples. <laughs> yeah. I love Brian. I yeah. love Brian. No, but that's that's all I'm saying. It, it was just a difference. Yes. It was a yes. difference yes. where, you know what I mean? It was justifiable because, again, there's still more left in Kareem's Hunt career worse than what's Ray there Rice. Was, that's what I'm saying. So the NFL tried to make it seem like, oh, you know, we not messing with Ray Rice because he, you know, he that's beat up on a woman. That's a lie because care. they were only going to give him, what, four games. Right. Two. And, and to the out, no, yeah. two. Two. To the yes. outrage. Yes. It, it, what happened was the NFL was like, eh, we good on Ray Rice. He's not as good as he mm-hmm. was anyway. So right. it's easy to just kick him to the side. Kareem is not in that boat. It's the same reason why Greg Hardy got mad chances, mm-hmm. why Alden Smith got mad chances. Yeah. All of the all of the guys who got domestic violent cases against them that's still playing in the NFL, mm-hmm. it's because they still good. Yes, I, I want to make this very, very clear. The NFL don't give a fuck about domestic violence. Nope. They really don't. No, they don't. They care more about Colin Kaepernick. That's another story. Mm-hmm. But they really don't. If you're still good, they'll give you this, this, the, whatever the requisite punishment is, and they'll move on about their day. Oh my God, Brian! So I found the Ray Rice jersey on eBay for eighteen bucks. Let me fund my credit card. <laughs> Sixteen bucks. Sixteen. I'm sorry. Sixteen. Wow. Nah, but you are right, and this is why we're having this conversation. But also, again, no. Now we, you know, moving on to Cap real quick. But again, you know, he won an eighty million dollars settlement. Him and Eric Reed. Allegedly. 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 Uh, you know, they said between uh, sixty to eighty million, but uh, I don't he, believe those numbers. But go ahead. But they still won the case, though. Well, they settled. They it's settled, but I mean, but you know, they still they settled. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying they, they didn't win per se. Right. Now, listen, we know why they settled because the NFL yes. said you got us. Yes. What can we do to make to you make this up. go away? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Right, because that's the you only settle most of the time. Mm-hmm. There's two reasons why you settle. 
you have the, the potential of losing. Even if you feel that you're right, right, you got the potential of losing. So you don't want to go that route. The other reason why you settle is because you dead to rights. And you go, listen, I have a lot of money to make this go away. Yep. Now, I think it's the latter. Yep. I think he had him dead to rights. And I think the more that would have, the, the more in court would have got dug in to the NFL, other things would have started to been exposed, and yeah. they wanted none of that. Other players. Other players, other acts that they probably do that are borderline or fringe legal, illegal. Oh, we got a call here. That's what happened. Call from Terrence. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. T.Y., what's up, man? What up, man? T.Y., what's How's good, man? What's good, man? Y'all talking, uh, y'all talking about Cap? Yes, we are, sir. Yes, we are. Yeah, man. I just wanted to, you know, kind of kind of, speak on this subject real quick. Yes, you can. So uh, yeah, so we will not use your name for uh, <laughs> said reasons, as we know. Uh, we are talking to Bartholomew <laughs> Smith from Kansas City, Kansas. How are you doing, Bartholomew? No, nah, yeah, nah, that, that's, that's not even necessary, man. Um, are you sure, Bartholomew? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Um, what you call it? So... I just think, like, I think with the news coming out about uh, settling, I think because he got money, a lot of people want to look at that as though he somehow, like, compromised. Okay. You know what I mean? Hmm. I think, um, <laughs> I think uh, you know, the, the thing people got to realize is that, you know, this was a civil case. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. civil suits are 100% about money. Yep. Like, a civil suit is, you know, not about the, um, you know, the political stance or anything like that. This was a suit. He was suing them because they were unfairly keeping him from making a living. And, it, you know, the numbers I saw reported anywhere from, you know, 40 million to 50 million to I've heard, I think you just said like 80 million. Yeah. And, you know, the going starting rate for a quarterback is something like 20 million for a good starting quarterback. So he won big. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. This was not about this suit was not about the NFL allowing players to protest. The suit was not about uh the NFL how they where they stand on, you know, social issues or anything like that. This suit was about the NFL uh organ the individual NFL organizations unfairly keeping him from making a living in the NFL. True. And the fact that they had to cut the check, that means he won. Like, at the end of the day, like, that's not a compromise in any way mm-hmm. of his political stance. He won the civil suit. Now, his stance on, you know, um, social activism and police brutality and all those other things, that's separate issues from this totally. Yep. I just think that, like, once people start hearing about um, him getting money and the NFL, they try to put those two things together as if that's somehow – like hush money, and that's not the case, right. like at all. And I think also, like people, you know, don't want to get too distracted about you know Colin Kaepernick versus the NFL, as opposed to you know the way the NFL is treating its black fans. Like you know what I mean? There was mm-hmm. a lot of pandering we saw going on during the Super Bowl, trying out you know um, people involved in the civil rights movement, and you know searching for any hip hop star they could possibly find mm-hmm. to perform in the halftime show, <laughs> and, and all of that stuff. So. Um, you know, those are separate issues to focus on, but I just don't want people to get distracted by the fact that Cap is getting and Eric Reed are going to get cut a big check from the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That That's not a compromise of his belief or his uh, 
you know, his his stance at all. This is mm-hmm. the the civil suit was specifically about him being able to uh, him being kept from making a living in the NFL, and he's suing them because they did him wrong in that way. And so the outcome was always financial. Yep. That's not about like you know social principle or anything like that. Mm. Well, T, I agree with you. I agree with that. Uh, oh yeah, that's right, Bartholomew. I agree with you 100. <laughs> percent um, <laughs> And uh, I, I agree 100%. The only thing I would say is that the people who feel that for some reason Kaepernick sold out, it, it doesn't fit. The people who think that, I feel like they look at this case and it just it doesn't fit their agenda mm-hmm. to talk about it the way you just talked about it, the way we talk about it, mm-hmm. as that, you know, this was something separate from taking a knee. Yes. That this yeah. was solely right. about the collusion and keeping him out of the league. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason mm-hmm. was that because he took a knee, but this this you know specific case was about him being kept out of the league and them conspiring to do so. But the people, <clears throat> the people who think that Colin Kaepernick sold out, the people that think that, you know, that, it's just been a whole bunch of things that people think that I just thoroughly disagree right. with. Yeah. And I just want to say, you're all idiots. <laughs> you don't know wait 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 he's an idiot exactly you don't know how the legal system works and you do not know how to read right <laughs> that's all right. aka yo, Floyd Mayweather and yo and I literally I've seen a lot of people that I'm friends with post that he sold out and yeah. I just want to let you know you're all idiots. <laughs> and you're deleted right. off of my Facebook. I just wanna... I mean, like, the outcome was never the, the outcome of this case was never going to be you know, the NFL has to let players kneel or the NFL Yeah, that was never going to happen. You know, forced to give him a job. Like, that's not how civil cases work. A civil suit is saying, you violated me mm-hmm. in this way, and the, the outcome is you're rewarded damages. That's financial, 100% of the time. It's financial. Mm-hmm. So, that's, you know, that's just the way it works. You know, it's just, it's just understanding what we're talking about. And also, like, you know, it's not a coincidence that that story about him wanting $20 million from the AAF came out the same day that the news of this settlement came out. Of course. You know Yo, T, I, mean? like, I don't believe that story either. Yeah, I don't no. believe that he no. wanted $20 million. No. I, I, well, well, the thing is, like, whether, whether people believe it or not, to me, I say that's smart. Think about it like this. What, you, what, what was the biggest thing that we saw from the first weekend of AAF football? It was that quarterback getting his, getting his yes. whole joint knocked off. <laughs> yeah, true. That, that split. You know what I mean? <laughs> true. Kaepernick, why would you take 250? I'm sorry, it's 250 over three years, so that comes up to like 70K a year. Why would you take 70K a year to do that when the going rate for your services is 20 million? Right. I, I, I agree. You know what I, mean? I agree with that, but the only thing I would say is he he's worth that type of money. When Nathan mm-hmm. Peterman's in the league starting. Kaepernick is worth that type of money. I, I I agree. That's the point that everybody like needs to understand is that even if that's true, right? Even if, even if it's true that he did tell them he wants twenty million, like that smart. Because yes. again, mm-hmm. like because he just got cut again. If these reports are true, he just got cut four times the going rate for an NFL quarterback without taking a hit. So I so, I do agree, but I just think would you? I just think mm-hmm. that that story that came out. You know, I always. I always like to do my research when it's something I'm interested in. <laughs> and I was interested in this story. And you know, only one person, only one person came with this story. Only one. And every other right. new, every other news outlet, Nobody touched hint, hint, no, ran with it. 
Everybody yeah. was like, oh, he, <laughs> all, all the tickers on all the shows, it was, yo, Cat wanted $20 million. And I'm going, come on now, that's right. not genuine. You you at least, right. as a as a journalist, you have to investigate more than yeah. one person. You don't have to do that. Anymore. Who I, I, had a source that explaining that. that. That was my only... That was my only concern about it. Now, he should want $20 million. I didn't have a problem with him wanting $20 million. And if they can't pay him, that's shame on them because the AAF needs Colin Kaepernick more than Kaepernick needs the AAF. Because with Colin Kaepernick comes Facts. Nike, because yep. he is signed to Nike. Endorsements. Facts. Endorsements. And obviously, Kaepernick will bring eyes, good and bad, to the AAF. Yep. So miss me with the he don't deserve it, because he definitely deserves it. But 100%. You know, I just think it was disingenuous for... Whoever reported it and all the other news outlets to go with it. Now, since some people have started to back away from it, mm, because you know, once they did a little research, they were like, oh, I don't know if I could really get it's behind like, it. Who said right. that? You know, Craig, people, Craig said that? People started to back away from it faster than Jesse Smollett. Like, they're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Yo. <laughs> I think I think that's that's a huge problem in the news media is that people are very concerned with being first yep. as opposed mm-hmm. to being right. Mm-hmm. You know what Boom. I mean? And like people People don't sit down. They, they they have sources that people think are credible. You know what I mean. And and when it comes from one of those sources, people just take it as the gospel. He's stupid. I, I remember years ago, Peter King, who's a very respected journalist, oh, yeah. went on um, a very popular show and said that Kaepernick was demanding like uh, ten million dollars and a starting spot in order to sign, and that was a lie. Mm-hmm. Peter King never talked to Colin Kaepernick. Nope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But nobody ever called him out on that. Peter you know King I mean? says a lot of lies. Peter King says a lot of lies. A lot. And, and Peter King yeah. sure has a thing against black quarterbacks, but I digress. Mm. Mm. But, you know, as Peter so, King always says, yeah, I just look at the tape. Fuck yeah. you, Peter King. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I got I actually, uh, uh, I got one more question. This, this one's for you specifically, Chris. Uh, do you think Kofi got a shot tonight to be the first WWE champion that looks like a black man. Yo. <laughs> that looks Fifth. like a black man. Now listen, right? Because, you know, The Rock is black, but he's more Samoan than black, even yeah. though he has right, black. Right, right. We're not questioning yeah, nobody's black. We're not questioning his <laughs> But we all, we, 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 we all kind of know what The Rock identified with. We're not questioning nobody's blackness. But from a marketing standpoint, I think it's very clear yes. that WWE does not want to feature someone yes. who looks like a black man. Very true. I will say this. So, I was so impressed with his performance on Smack, like that was years in the making for everybody to see. Yo, yo, Kofi can really wrestle. Mm-hmm. Like you know, just to give him some props. Now, the only reason I don't think he'll get it is because he was a fill-in for Mustafa Ali, and I don't think Mustafa was playing to win. But if WWE right. was smart, which they're not, you know, when you look at the whole, <laughs> when, when you look at the whole Becky Ronda Charlotte situation, you can tell how smart they're not. Um, if right. they were smart, what they would do is they would let Kofi Kingston win tonight. That would be a big moment. Then you just let him drop it at fast mm-hmm. lane, and then, you know, you do whatever else you was going to do. But from a marketing standpoint, Bro, I'm, I'm get that push. people all week, and, I, and I, there's every reason to do it. Every yeah. reason, 100%. There's only one reason why we know they won't do it. Hold, hold on. No, two reasons. No, two reasons. One, because he's black. Two, because it's WWE. And they just don't make smart decisions. They just don't. Yeah, like, like they, they can have, and I know if you don't watch it, you don't know what we're talking about, but they can have literally the the the, the crown jewel in their hand. Everybody going, do right. this, do this. And WWE will drop right. it. They will drop it because Vince is a senile old man mm-hmm. that, that is stuck in his ways and won't listen to anybody. Facts. Yeah. Well, listen, man. 
Uh, great show, you guys. Keep Thank up you. the good work. Uh, I'll be listening. I'm working on uh, prepping prepping for my show tomorrow. So uh, okay, all yeah, right. Man. Bartholomew Smith, we appreciate <laughs> you, brother. We appreciate you, man. All right, peace. Thank you. It's always good to have someone who knows Hold sport on. calling. Because I want to get to that Jesse Swolek comment. Yeah, man. You saw how Chris did that? Well, no. Listen. Yo, Robin Roberts cannot wait to get him more than crying. Here's the thing, right? I was... Here's the thing. So he had a lot of support. Now, initially, when I heard the story, initially, when <laughs> I heard the story, I said, yo, this is a tragedy. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this is, this is messed up. Me too. Mm-hmm. Literally the same day, as I learned more about the story... My eyebrows went up a little bit, but right. I said to myself, Wait, you know what? Did you say the same thing I said to myself? I said, where is Cookie and Lucius? Where are they? I, did, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But I said to myself, just something seems a little off. Something but, ain't right. But something ain't right. But something ain't right. But what I said is, yo, I wasn't there. Right. I don't know. Uh, now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put two people on blast. My girl... And Henny, from jump, that nigga lying. Yo, from jump, from jump, they said that nigga lying. Why is that? Yo, my girl thought he was lying because she said it just didn't seem plausible to her. Just like, she was like, who is walking around carrying rope? Yeah. Who's walking around carrying rope? That they bleed? fashioned into a noose. That, that they fashioned into a noose. And, and her point was, her point was, yo... It's not like he had a set time where he left. Yo, he randomly left his apartment to get a sub that was literally on the same street as his apartment in Chicago. So, so but you go on the subway at 2 a.m. Right, she, right. Well, you go on the subway at 2 a.m., which, which is close. I don't know how Chicago subways work, but I don't know any 24-hour subways Neither. around her. Never. Right? So, never lost. That's one. But listen, Chicago is different. I'm sure there's 24-hour subways. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not denying that point. But so somebody would have had to have been waiting. For hours for you to come out and be alone and be on the street where they could get you with no cameras to make this attack. In Chicago in the winter. In Chicago in the winter. So and it was cold that night. So I'm just saying all of those, all of those um, you know, uh 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 instincts were, you know, I don't know. Now Henny had a way more, I don't want to say homophobic, but he was like, <laughs> he thought that he was doing some really kinky sex things. And that it got out of control, <laughs> and that um, you know he was trying to cover up some of the kink by calling the story. I, I just had you know I just had a simple idea about the whole thing. You said they put a noose around your neck, and you kept it there, right? You ain't struggle, you ain't fight, you ain't do none of that. You just got beat up with a noose around your neck, and you ain't had no marks. Around your neck. Vin Rames was in Rosewood. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He still got the damn marks <laughs> around his neck. And that was not for the culture. I'm just saying. Yo, look. Yo. That's all I got to say. Yeah, listen. That's all I got to say. Once details started coming out, it started getting. <laughs> hey, hey, yo. Once a, li- once a lion. Always, Always a, a lion. Yo, oh, yo, see, Raymond just said it was on the coldest day in Chicago. It was minus 18 degrees. Let me tell you, let me tell you if you waiting to attack somebody, you giving up that day. Nah, <laughs> B. Nah. It's too yo, cold out here. Yo, summertime is not that far. If you waiting on that day to kill somebody, right, to beat a buck, they dead. Yo. 
you just for having with, you waiting you that long. I'm gonna just say it like this. My boy, even... my boy live in what? Chicago. My boy live in Chicago. What? He Shake. said, yeah, my boy Shake. He was there during that whole Arctic blast they was having. He said, fam, I got the heat as high as it could go. It's cold in the house still. That's, That's cold. how cold it was in Chicago. Listen, it's listen, it was so cold, you could throw water in the air and it just and it was free. Yo, 18. I believe it was 18 homeless people were found dead, frozen to death. That's crazy. That's how cold it was. And this guy was waiting just for Jussie. Two, two, two guys waiting. Two guys. Two guys was waiting. It should have been Jussie. two dead guys. And you look, I mean, I know white people like the cold, but not that much. Nah. <laughs> so, so, but, but the, all the narratives fit too well. It was a homophobic cry. Uh, crime. It was a uh, it was a black crime. It was a MAGA supporter. It, it was the noose. It was it was pouring uh, bleach. Everything fit so good that it just made my eyes raise just a little bit. But I was riding with him. I was like, you know what? Right. Believe the victim. That's what they always say, right? Yeah. Believe the victim. And more and more evidence came we out. We did that because it was Black History Month. Maybe, maybe. But as more and more evidence came out, I started going. I don't know. I, I, then I started going, man, I hope this really happened to Me him. too. Because Which is sad, if it right? Because did, it, 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 right. if it didn't, it's looking worse yeah. and worse. And now he got a criminal defense. And then him. I just want to say this because Aaron said he read somewhere where like that's like one of the uh, like gay-friendliest community. And like so that so for that to happen is slim to none. So it's a gay-friendly community. A lot of um a lot a lot of LGBTQ people live in that neighborhood. Right. Right? So, listen, man, I, I don't understand. You know what I feel bad for? His sister. Yeah. Because his sister a bigger star than him. Journey, um, if you grew up yes. 90s, you owe, you got to think for Journey. Yeah. You got to think for Journey. You definitely got to think for Journey. And she's in a big movie coming up now. You know that, right? No, I She's know. in uh, the uh, Birds of uh, Prey, the Harley Quinn um, okay. spinoff. Oh, really? She's playing Black Canary. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget he did call himself the gay Tupac, too. We'll get to, we'll get to that. We got Sorry. more important things to discuss. Just Ninja, yeah, where? where? <laughs> Yo, Journey is playing the Black really? Canary. Yeah. So this is a big role for her, mm. right? Big huge role for her. She's mm. in the DC comic book world now, and when she goes on her press junkie, she gonna have to listen to questions about her brother. Mm-hmm. Hey, so how's your brother doing? Why did he lie? <laughs> <laughs> so if you were Black Canary, could you have saved your brother? <laughs> I feel yeah. sorry. Yo, that's why I feel Game sorry for him. They did it at all. And you know what? And this, I, I think it was it was Isaac Hayes' son. He was like, "Yo, fam, this just gave all the Trump MAGA supporters yeah. all the fuel they needed." And then Donald Trump had made a comment about it, mm-hmm. and everything he said. Listen, I I disagree with him ninety nine point nine percent of the time, but what he said was. He basically, to summarize it, he was like, yo, that everybody, CNN and all the other news outlets mm. were so quick. Fake news. Right? Right? Mm. They were so quick to get on his side and come, come about the MAGA supporter that now that the truth come out, they want, they want now they don't want to talk about it. You see why I say mm. fake news. It make them look like a fucking prophet. Darn it. Jussie. Let me tell you something. I see Jussie. Jussie in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Jussie ain't going to be able to show his face. Nah. For a long time. Well, I'm glad we're a sports show, so we ain't got to talk about it. Empire going on yeah. there. Wow, it was but crazy. Because they said it was set up by them. So by who? They said, they said it was people that was associated with the show yeah. and the cast and all well, that. Well, the two Nigerian dudes that they arrested, 
who said that Jesse paid <laughs> him <laughs> to do it. Yeah, they were extras on the show. But I, I think this was all him. I'm sorry. Oh, T. White said. T. White. He said, does the term ride on my enemies be so different now as it protects Jesse? I'm not going to touch that. I'm not going to touch that. You did in post. I'm done. You did touch it in post. I'm done. Um, so we, we got to wrap up here. Yeah, um, thank you. We got to wrap that. up. Um, I do want to thank our sponsor, 94.3 WYBC. The Rhythm of the City. Hey, I yes. wasn't going to get into Jesse. I just I know, made that I one know, quick comment. I know. I know. I just, I just say it. I just say it. I just say it. I know. Because it was funny, sir. It was funny. I got to get control of the crowd here. I got, I got to get control of the crowd. So I don't want to talk about cool number one now. Uh, we'll say that for another time. We probably won't talk about that. But if you don't know, oh, look it up. Uh, uh, Adrian Rona? No. His uh, big brother. Who, Floyd? Yeah. Talking about Money May? Yeah. We can get into that discussion. We could uh, we come get, back for that. We could come back to that. We could come I'm back to that. I'm not in total disagreement with him. Okay. I don't believe he wrote that, but I ain't <laughs> in total disagreement. But thank you, Eric. Thank you, man. Thank you. So, I mean, I mean, listen, we're going to take a little quick intermediate break, like and then we, you know, we'll come back if everybody can. But uh, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. You know, everybody that, you know, oh, been watching, supporting. Thank you so, so, so much, man. So, so much. Um. Yeah, man. With that being said, thank you uh, for tuning in to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris J. And it's your boy, The Rough Report. Cheers. Peace. Broner, always cool, number one. He <laughs> never loses that spot. Never lost. He never loses that spot. I think said I won the fight. What y'all talking about? Uh, Y'all so, know I beat that boy. Uh, what's your I'm problem sure. with uh, Floyd? What?